0: My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, warmest greetings to you. We continue to live in lockdown, and an extension to these conditions has been announced for another three weeks at least. I hope and pray that you are managing with the frustrations and isolation that lockdown brings, and that you are able to use the time creatively and prayerfully. In the Gospel reading for this week, The disciples find themselves in a locked room and they are afraid. This scene is played out in two parts. The first part takes place during the evening of the day of resurrection. At this point in time, only Mary Magdalene has encountered the risen Jesus, but she has told the disciples, I have seen the Lord. So, that evening... There the disciples are sitting afraid in the house. They were afraid of the Jewish leadership who were so keen to have Jesus executed. They must have been afraid for their own lives as they had been so closely connected with Jesus. But reflecting back on the gospel stories it is only Jesus whom the authorities seem interested in. After all Jesus is the one causing the trouble and not the disciples. At this stage, they hadn't shown any of the gifts Jesus had in healing people or in reinterpreting God's word. The disciples are there, in the room, wondering what to do, feeling lost, perhaps wondering whether Mary Magdalene's news was true, when the most incredible thing happens to them. Jesus comes among them, gives them his peace and then breathes over them. In this way they receive the Holy Spirit and their future is assured. Breathe on me, breath of God. The second scene is a repeat of the first in that the disciples were once again together in the house and the doors were again shut. This time Thomas is with them. We don't know why he was absent the first time. He won't believe that Jesus is risen until he has had physical contact with Jesus. Jesus knew what was on Thomas's mind. He came among the disciples once more and invited Thomas to touch his wounds. Thomas immediately responds with the great profession of faith – my Lord and my God, grasping instantly the divine nature of the Risen One. This is the moment the painting by Caravaggio captures. Jesus takes Thomas's hand quite firmly and guides his outstretched finger into the wound. This causes Jesus no pain and he looks on lovingly with compassion for Thomas two other disciples are also present. All three have furrowed brows as if they too need the confirmation which Thomas is receiving. It may be that only Thomas was brave enough to voice his doubts. If we were there, wouldn't we too want to place our hands on Jesus and feel the warmth of life rather than the coolness of a corpse? We do not have this opportunity. Our faith comes from our experience of Christ. We have reason to feel good about ourselves when Jesus says, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Wonderful things can happen behind closed doors. Earlier this week, Pope Francis said that what we are living now is a place of metanoia, meaning conversion. And we have the chance to begin. He was speaking of a new way of valuing and recognising the value of key workers, of the saints who live next door. Could this open the way to a new way of being community, where the importance of family and the gifts of the local community are recognised? Solidarity is a key theme emerging from this crisis. We are coming together in a way that we could not have imagined before the crisis. Many leaders of all kinds have said that we need to learn lessons from this and that we should not go back to how things were before. This would mean the whole-scale reform and recalibration of our economic systems and political outlook re-evaluating what is important and necessary in life and having the courage to discard the many things which do our communities and our environment harm. The research professor and storyteller Brini Brown said this week, We will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal other than we normalised greed, inequity." exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all humanity and nature. One group of people who are already living this life are our religious communities. They live with very little, but have an overabundance of what they need in terms of their spiritual well-being. In the Benedictine life, one of the values is stability. That is, a monk or nun who is making their final profession will make it to a particular community and stay there, whatever may come. This vow of stability teaches that instead of running away when things get difficult, particularly in the realm of human relationships, you stay where you are and probe the interior to discover the course of the discomfort. Stability also helps a person to see more deeply and to appreciate what there is rather than pining for what there is not. It is a way of living in the here and the now. Those of us who are not used to the monastic life may be beginning to wonder just how long this lockdown is going to last. How long, O Lord, is a familiar cry from the psalmist, one that we may have been familiar with at various points in our lives, but especially now. How long, O Lord, Will people keep dying before their time? How long, O oh Lord, is this virus going to be around for? How long, O oh Lord, before I can go and see once more the people who I love? The answer comes again from the monastic tradition from Father Timothy Radcliffe, a Dominican, who says that the answer is not a date in the diary, but a way of living in time. You learn to live each day with hope. That's what I pray you are doing now. The ending of John's Gospel is full of hope. In this Gospel, restoration happens to individuals in the way that they need and their lives are given a new direction. First there was Mary Magdalene, then Thomas and finally Peter. Each has their own personal story as to how the risen Christ has touched their lives, as do we. We are living behind closed doors with hope. Know that the resurrection of Jesus is a moment of release from confinement and that a new way is open. May your confinement lead you to a place of deeper conversion and spiritual growth. Amen.